Lincoln Lowell. Guys, on Monday, we had a terrific time at the Ted Jones Comedy Show. Check the link in this YouTube video for future Ted Jones Comedy Show dates. But guys, next Saturday, October 30th, we're having a Halloween show. I went to the Halloween store, and I finally picked out my costume. I cannot wait to see you guys' faces when you see my costume. It's crazy. I'm putting it out on the vlog actually tomorrow in terms of what I did end up getting. And I'll give you a little spoiler alert. I am a naughty sister. I got an extra large women's, or I should say plus size women's costume. I haven't even tried it on yet. It looks like it's going to fit me. And if it doesn't, I'm going to be super disappointed, but I will end up wearing it anyways for that Halloween show that we have on midnight, Saturday, October 30th. So actually the date for that, it's Saturday, October 30th at 1159 PM. So you guys don't get confused with, Oh, what is it? Midnight, this or that, whatever. It's Saturday night. So next Saturday night, it's going to be amazing. We have a great set of comics lined up guys check the link in this youtube video or go over to my instagram page hit follow and then you can check the link in that bio for future ted jones comedy shows we have one november 1st november 15th november 29th but all the links are there in that instagram bio on ted jones world or you can just check the link in this youtube video and click that also but last show was really amazing guys and thank you everybody who came out we almost sold it out so i imagine uh, these next coming shows will have a great audience as well i was watching this new series or documentary i guess it's more so like a documentary on netflix called 15 minutes of shame and it has all these people within like the last 20 years how they've just really succumb to the negativity on the internet, just as how it's grown. Um, one of the examples was Monica Lewinsky when she was like 22 years old. This was one of the first stories that really broke out and was all over media and how people felt very comfortable cyberbullying her. And then as you guys, if you heard last podcast, I've been watching the show called Impeachment. If you just are on YouTube TV, it's FX and it's called Impeachment. Just basically Monica Lewinsky's whole side from the story in terms of like, how she was portrayed in the media and everything. And this was like really the first instance of public um, humiliation, like right around the dot-com area time uh, when she had that affair with Bill Clinton. But it's just interesting to hear how a 22-year-old was really seen as like a whore or tramp. That's what they were calling her in the media. And like, I look at 22-year-olds now they're nowhere <laughs> near as conservative as Monica Lewinsky was back in the day in terms of what she was wearing and what she was doing. Like, this girl worked at the White House. Like, there are not a lot of 22-year-olds now who are able to even get that job. You know, she met the president, got in a little bit of a sticky situation. Yes, you guys know what I mean, with the president. Monica Lewinsky at this point was 22 years old and Bill Clinton was 27 years older. When he... <laughs> when he made love to Monica Lewinsky at age 22. And that's just crazy. Like today, if that happened, Monica Lewinsky would have been treated so much differently. I think it was just different because it was like the beginning of the internet and celebrity gossip and people could say things behind an internet wall that they otherwise would never be able to say or they were just learning that you can do something like this. You know, like cyberbullying has become so normal that like even nowadays I'll get a DM from an account that's private or an account that doesn't have any followers or following someone that's just mean or whatever. But guys, you can't pay attention to that. 
nowadays as we are learning as we're dealing with this anti-bullying.com era but this is the first public humiliation as i said you know like people were getting into media and this story was just blasted everywhere i mean how could it not be blasted the president committing an affair committing an affair is that how you say it involving himself in an affair with a woman who's 27 years younger than her and he put all the blame on her I just couldn't, I couldn't resist or something, whatever. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Full lie, wild. Bill Clinton has done a lot of questionable stuff in his, in his life, right? Flying on the Lolita Express with Jeffrey Epstein. <sighs> this Monica Lewinsky scandal, other scandals. And before the Monica Lewinsky scandal, there was a scandal with Paula Jones, which they also talk about on this show, impeachment, or also show behind the scenes. But it's time of it's the time of cancel culture, and it's crazy that Bill Clinton hasn't been canceled yet. Has he not? Like when there was the first uprise of people being like, "What the fuck?" This Jeff- Jeffrey Epstein guy. They did the documentary on it, and then people were like, "Oh fuck, Bill Clinton!" And then he kind of just like went under the radar. This guy's been dodging the radar for a long time. Am I right? Am I right in saying this? You guys let me know. TedJonesWorld at gmail.com. But just has done a lot of sketchy things in his career that I'm like, all right, why is this guy, one, not in jail or like shunned in the public eye? You know, when people think Bill Clinton, they just think president, which is, a, which is obviously the right thing to think, but he was also a sketchy president. So like... Uh, it's just weird. What is the worst bad habit that you guys have? I do want to know. Send me an email. Shoot me a DM. I think the habit has become biting my nails. Or I'd say it's probably been biting my nails. I've been biting my nails for... How old am I? I've been biting my nails for 20 years. Picking my nails, biting them. I just can't seem to stop. Like I've put the nail polish on that when you put it in your mouth, it tastes like shit. That just... I don't know. It just doesn't work. What's your guys' suggestion? I need help. Why don't they have rehabs for people who can't stop biting (laughs) their nails? I'm almost not even joking. I want to stop biting my nails, but I just always look at them. And I'm like, all right, that one looks ready to pick or that one actually looks ready to bite. My left hand doesn't look so bad right now. Right hand looks about standard. If You guys can see here on the Ted Jones World YouTube channel camera. I'm showing you my, my nails. Get to that Halloween show. It's going to be amazing. I'm really excited to put this costume on. Slutty, sinful sister, as they call me. I'll be wearing a cross, getting into the whole dynamic. I cannot wait to touch on this documentary that I was watching called 15 Minutes of Shame. It also follows the guy. I'm not sure if you guys remember the guy who bought over 17,500 containers of hand sanitizer and then sold it at a markup in March of 2020. So... This guy went out in, like, the end of February, like, 1st of March, saw what was going on in China and decided that he wanted to buy 17,700 bottles of hand sanitizer. And New York Times came to him and was like, look, we want to do an article on this. It's crazy how Amazon is charging you so much to ship out these items. Because that's what the guy's excuse was, right? He was saying he wanted to buy all these bottles of hand sanitizer, help humanity, but Amazon was charging a large fee for the delivery of his items. So he, he contacted the New York Times and was like, all right, guys, I want you to dive into this 
issue that Amazon has been causing me because I want to send out these hand sanitizer bottles at a reasonable price. Or this is something that he was saying. So he really wanted to blame Amazon and the New York Times article ended up showing how big of a D-bag this guy really was. Like how on earth would you buy 17,700 bottles of hand sanitizer and expect you to be the victim? You know, this guy really spends the documentary being like, this is Amazon's fault, charging me too much to ship it and pack it. Like, dude, you're, send- you're selling bottles of hand sanitizer for upwards of $70. And his excuse is saying, well, that they didn't say that that was because of multiple packets of hand sanitizers. Like, dude, how much hand sanitizer would you send out for $70? It's like a pack of three for $70. Not cool, guys. That was also a crazy moment in time when people were price gouging on Amazon. Like, I remember even seeing that. I wanted to play tennis, so I wanted to buy tennis balls online. Tennis balls were apparently sold out because I understand, like, if people are stuck in their house the entire day, maybe they can go out and play tennis with somebody in their town with masks on. So even cans of tennis balls cost, like, $15 for three balls. What else was sold out? I mean, obviously, hand sanitizer wipes were sold out. Just anything that was alcohol material was sold out, like, everywhere. And this guy had 17,700 bottles. Not chill. Like, obviously, people are going to be pissed at you. Guy was getting death threats. But people get death threats for stuff that is way less serious than that. I mean, I'd say guys who are, like, missing penalty kicks, they're like, I'm going to kill you. How can you miss that shot? People get really fired up about sports. And also, like I was talking about on Monday's episode, we've got the Knicks back in town with Kemba Walker. Is Kemba going to be the new star player? Finally doing something huge in the league. He was just on the Celtics, and now he's on the Knicks, and now he's playing the Celtics as of last night. So I hope that game went well for the Knicks. We'll see if we make the playoffs this year. It's been a very long time coming. Bitcoin, as I am recording this podcast, is at an all-time high, guys, 66000 So as I've said in the past, I believe crypto is the future. This is not financial advice. But if you have $100 and you listened to last episode, you might have put it in Shiba Inu, which is something that if you have $100 to forget about and you put it in this meme coin and then it shoots up 3,000%, I don't know. It's been known to happen. If you have $100 and you can forget about it, this isn't financial advice, but put it in Coinbase, put it in Shiba Inu, and if it goes up a crazy amount, then just take out your earnings. You know what I mean? Like There are certain things that can be said about a lottery ticket. You know, like As soon as you scratch the lottery ticket, it says, boom, you lose. With something like Shiba Inu coin, you could put down $100, turn back in two years, and it's either gone or it's gone up 3,700%. Something crazy like that. But hey, guys, not financial advice here. That could happen. Bitcoin being at an all-time high of 66000 Crypto in talks with a lot of different networks of people and businesses. And I think it's only up from here, guys. You can't afford to miss out on this. So even the most conservative financial planners, I think, are saying that they're... they're uh, portfolio people or people that have their portfolio with them should have at least 3% in crypto. So if you got $100,000 in the bank, props to you, $100,000 between stocks and crypto, 3,000 should be crypto. 3,000 of Bitcoin. I mean, what you can't afford to miss out on this, guys. 
if Bitcoin becomes the new digital gold, it will be worth almost 10 times what it is today. 10 times the market cap. So we're looking at $500,000 a Bitcoin. You guys can't afford to miss out on that. Put down some money into Bitcoin. Chances of you getting a massive return on your money is very high with that amount. So if you have $500 to put away Shiba Inu coin, I think that, yes, it is a meme. So it could go to zero. So beware of that. But if you guys have some time to leave that money in the market, it's going to go flying. Bitcoin is going to go through the freaking roof within the next six months. I, I mean, I think we're going to see it at 100000 within the next six months. Will it go from 100000 back down to 60000 Maybe. But this is all speculative. I've watched a number of Bitcoin videos in my day. BitBoy Crypto is a guy who I follow a lot on YouTube. You guys check out his channel. Ray, I think it's like Raul Paul. Yeah, that's his name. Raul Paul also. I watch on YouTube. Cointrarian Dude. Uh, the Winklevoss twins, a lot of people in the crypto game that are on the younger side. So I haven't seen people who are like 75, 80 years old back in crypto. But a lot of people are getting involved in crypto. A lot of organizations, Elon Musk, huge proponent of cryptocurrency. You know, Tesla holds them out. Michael Saylor, a big crypto dude who maybe is a little bit older, who you guys can follow. Follow any one of these people. Check out some of their videos on YouTube after you're watching this Ted Jones World YouTube podcast. Check them out. But I think that there is a lot to be said for you guys not missing out on this crypto wave. Like people will say, oh, it's too expensive now. But two months ago, you'd say the same thing. When it was at when Bitcoin was at forty thousand or something like that, or Shiba Inu was at point zero 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 one, you could buy a hundred million Shiba Inu coins for less than a hundred dollars, guys. So I wouldn't miss out on this. I, I for the millionth time, this is not financial advice, but if you have some money and you can afford to forget about it for the next couple of years, put it in Bitcoin for sure. And then, you know, if you want to put a little side in Shiba Inu power to you, that could make you rich one day. Two weeks ago, Shiba Inu went up 367%. Like 24 hours. Who's to say that this can't happen again? It could happen again. So instead of spending those $500 on maybe the new iPhone, some new shoes, put it away, guys. You got to invest somewhere to get rich. I've heard that investing in crypto now... excuse me, is like investing in Manhattan real estate in the 1800s. You're going to get a boom. I am on the microphone. This is Ted's financial advisor, and this is not financial advice. Thank you for that. (sighs) Not financial advice. Guys, shoot your emails over to tedjonesworld at gmail.com. We got a great email today, and we're going to get right to it. Ted, who is your Dream podcast guest from Hempstead, New York. You guys don't always give me your locations, but when you do, I appreciate it. So we can kind of get a ballpark of where everyone's listening to. Not sure how you actually first heard about the Ted Jones World podcast, but let me know in your emails. I'm always interested to hear. And guys, don't forget to rate, comment, subscribe. You guys are watching on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. Please rate it five stars on the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, Amazon Music, wherever you guys are listening to this, because we always appreciate the feedback. So who is my dream podcast guest had some time to think about this because i saw the email before this episode guys i'm gonna say 
Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber is the dream podcast guest. I want to dig into that guy's mind and just talk about how he went from a normal kid in, I believe it was Ontario, Canada, playing hockey with his boys until probably one Saturday afternoon, he just decided to go and start strumming on the steps in town in Canada. And his mom started filming him, and then they put it on YouTube. This is right around when YouTube first started. It was getting hot about, like, 13 years ago, something like that. But this kid just started singing covers on his guitar, then went and visited Usher, met his manager, and then he's been a superstar ever since. But I just want to know what the transition was like for a 12-year-old to go from playing hockey with his boys to like less than a year later selling out Madison Square Garden. And obviously having a ton of yes people around him. Yes this, yes Justin. Oh Justin, do you want your cheese toasted on your grilled cheese? Duh! I said grilled cheese. I'm sure there were a lot of moments like that. (laughs) But growing up as a child star, I mean, it's difficult to adjust. If you guys saw episode... 42, I believe, or episode 88 of the Ted Jones World Podcast, you'll know that Zach Tyler Eisen, who is the voice of the Avatar in the hit series Avatar The Last Airbender on Netflix, it's it's difficult being a child star. I mean, Zach was a voiceover actor, so it's different from somebody seeing your face all the time on TV or hearing your music and knowing your face, but it's a different world. You're working with a ton of adults all the time. Maybe you have like a father figure in a show that you did. That father figure is like kissing you or you have a mother and you're kissing that mother. Then you go home to a different mother at night. It's got to be weird. I was definitely very impressionable as a 12, 13, and 14-year-old. Whether it was what I was watching on TV, listening to in music, doing in school. Like I remember I was listening to Eminem in my bedroom the Marshall Mathers LP. And like anytime I'd hear my mother's footsteps come close, I like turn down the music as soft as I could. I remember I bought his album. I hope you don't get upset with this Eminem, but I bought his album like on the street, a bootleg version. You know, when they used to sell CDs on the street, they'd have it on the ground and it was like the fake. They just, somebody would like burn a disc. That's how I bought it. And like watching wrestling, I used to always turn it off right before my mom would come downstairs to see what I was watching. But now it's just so much easier to do mischievous things as a child. But it's also, you can get caught easier too because you got TikTok, Instagram, Google, you got cameras everywhere. So adjusting in the YouTube area, Justin adjusting in the YouTube area, um, I'd like to pick his brain a little bit more. I'd be like, dude, what's your favorite food? You know, ask, ask the questions that people haven't asked the poor guy before. You know, how many questions has he really been asked? That's just deep and, <laughs> and personal. I want to dig into his brain. So Justin Bieber, yes, I believe would be the dream guest on this podcast. Guys, Ted Jones Comedy Show dates. Link in this YouTube video. Link in the Spotify description. Link in the Apple Podcast description. And link also Amazon Music or guys, wherever you're listening to this podcast. Check out the next Ted Jones Comedy Show dates. We have all November dates set. And they are all going to be amazing. I really want to see all you guys' faces at that show. Send me an email. Ted Jones World on Gmail. Ted Jones World on Instagram. Ted Jones World at gmail.com. Guys, 
anything you'd like to talk about, I'd love to talk about. Your question can be answered live here on air. Just send it over. DMs on Instagram or tedjonesworld at gmail.com. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I could jump through that camera and kiss you, all right? I'll talk to you soon. Peace.